Okay. Um, we'd like to talk about your really d- dirty photo behind you, Robin. It's extremely dirty. Yeah. Just be really glad that no one in the audio medium can see what you're he's going to see right it now. when he. It looks like he's like it's his dick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro. Take a look at my poto. <laughs> or is it my coda? Uh, can, can never tell the difference. <laughs> Here we are. I hope everyone's oiled up for this fourth installment of Sword Boys. Cut by cut. I'm Jonathan. I'm Rick. And I'm Robin. Man, there's a lot of meat in this episode. A lot of meat. <laughs> so much beef. It may be the most beef. The most beef of the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of guys running around, greased up, angry, flailing about. Yeah. We got death guards. We got uh, 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 Dar. We got. We finally get to see uh, John a- John Amos's uh, gams <laughs> and part of his buttocks. Yep, so. that's because, as you mentioned, this is cut for a Beastmaster. The time code it begins at one hour three minutes thirty six seconds and goes until one hour twenty four minutes nineteen seconds. It begins with a perfectly normal looking river barge that isn't mm-hmm. the least bit suspicious. Nope. <laughs> And it ends with Sako saving the day with his perfectly placed cart. Oh, Sako. I'm, I'm going to start calling him Friar Suck. He kind of, <laughs> he's this this episode especially, he's just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's such a sucko. He's such a sucko. I'm Friar Coscarelli is writing this character out and he's like, man, this guy really sucks. Really oh, wait, does. if I change that U to an A, boom. So they're going name. to get, they're going to save Kiri, he and the gang. They're on a boat yeah. with a rope, rope boat, rope boat. Yeah, it, this... it kind of starts with a helicopter shot. And I think we just need to assume in this movie that every helicopter shot, which you know later will be known as a drone shot, uh, is just basically Dar looking through the eagle's eye, eyes. <laughs> it's an eagle. It's an eagle POV. All right. Yeah. Eagles up there with a little camera. <laughs> now, we've already mentioned that Don Coscarelli was kicked out of the editing room, right? Right. Uh, right. I'm willing yeah. to bet that this aerial shot that shows this barge uh, with nobody wearing a cloak and no rope attached to the boat was thrown in by the editors after the fact. uh, Cause it really messes with me when I see them floating down the middle of the river, not disguised with their little oar sticking out the back and then bam, they're attached to a rope all in disguise, pulling their way across the river. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I don't know how you would have faked this on the, on the, the big uh, helicopter shot anyway. Like There's number no, one, hmm? I, I, I'm wondering like, where's all the, where did all the water come from? <laughs> number two, where'd the boat come from? Number three, when they grabbed the rope, where was the rope? Was it just, is it just like underwater? You kind of grab it and like, oh, I'll pull myself in. It's well, fun. yeah, it's, it's a, it's connected to the boat, but that rope isn't wet. Mm-hmm. It is not mossy, <laughs> mossy. That's the only thing bone dry in this episode. Cause this episode, everybody's wet. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know where the normal ferryman is because this is very clearly like an established river crossing yeah. barge. So I'm guessing on the other side of the river, there's either some old guy that got paid a bunch of Seth's money that he kept in his coin purse uh, or prison wallet or whatever. I don't know. He's not wearing too much. Uh, either that or there's an old guy beaten to within an inch of his life tied up on the other side of the river because <laughs> Seth was like, give me your barge. Okay, here's the question, though. Is it a river? I think it's, I mean, practically, yes. I think for stories, it's supposed to be a river. I think yeah. it's a lake. I think it's yeah. a lake. <laughs> they just can go and around it. <laughs> and that's where we're like, where's the propulsion for this boat coming from? Because there's no current in a lake. Mm-hmm. There, If it was a river, I could understand. But then it's like, if it's going back and forth, you're no. at Rivers one don't go left the... to right from shore to shore. They go down like rivers do. Like rivers Yeah. Do. Yeah. It's it, it's a community boat, and yeah, I'm wondering if there's like three it's naked guys uh, at the other end who have been robbed of their potato sacks. Oh okay. man, why'd you take my robe? I was only wearing a robe today. I was about to say, uh, our our heroes are only wearing the cloaks, and if there's three naked guys on the river, that would be that it's just three naked guys only wearing cloaks. I feel like there are tears of nakedness 
And if you are only wearing like a cloak with nothing else, you are still technically naked. I it's kind of about I remember uh, now the Eric Clapton song after his son fell out of the window. He wrote tears of nakedness. God damn it. Uh, it was I, beautiful. Another fucking music reference. I don't I don't know it. I don't know what you're talking about. Robin, tears choose of less obscure stuff to make jokes about. Yeah, man. Would you hold my robe? It doesn't matter if you sing it. <laughs> Very lovely, though, by the way. Thank you. That's my uh, my lofty tear voice. Let's talk about these clothes. Uh, this is their formal wear because later on, Kiri is back in her, I would call it, coochie dress. This is the uh, most clothing <laughs> she gets to wear this entire movie. Yeah, it's th- a long dress. Uh, all of the Vestal virgins are in like a, they're not virgins. But uh, I don't know what they are. Uh, what are they called again? Slave, just slave girls. They just yeah, called just slave girls. Yeah, yeah, not great. So uh, they, uh, she, she shows up with the uh, red priest, and uh, the first thing that happens is John Amos throws off his clothes to be like, "Ha ha! I'm now going to fight you," because uh, Kiri has uh, she's given him some guff, so oh, they have yeah. So they're going to, they're going to, of course, what's the one thing you're like, she's not wet. Why is she not wet? Let's get her wet. Yeah, exactly. She does get dunked. Well, that's after she kicks him in the nards. Yeah. Which I, get I was Red surprised. Priest got nards. Good for Kiri. Good for I, her. Stand up for yourself, good, girl. And good for the Red Priest, because I would consider Mayax to be a castrator. I mean, he's killing oh, kids yeah. left and right. He's got to take some balls and. Look, Uh, this is why you join my cult. (laughs) We don't castrate like the rest of them. You get to keep your your twigs and bear. You get to keep your kodos and podos. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's it's a recruit. Look, guys, it's a recruiting year. Mm -hmm. Things were lean. The Jun Horde just they take everybody because they have the best benefits. But you have to be able to ride a horse. You got to be a horse boy. Yeah, and you have to kill. You have to be. able to kill yourself at a moment's notice like yep. just as, as a, at a glance you're immediately shrinking yourself up <laughs> are you emo borderline depressive come <laughs> yeah. work for me mayax do you love your nads now i'm not the kind of guy that goes around taking my followers nads <laughs> i'm not like those other uh high priests yeah uh, and so so the fight be- those, there's a there's a i wouldn't call it a sword fight it's mostly a stick fight you brought a sword to a stick fight. Yeah, it's a stick fight when Seth is fighting it. But yeah, we do get a little bit of two on one action with Dar on the boat, uh, which means that after a, an entire episode of not being able to do one, we can do another sword fight breakdown. Yeah, it's been so long. It's a sword fight breakdown. So we start off. Dar is on the boat he throws off his cloak he is storing his sword stuck into the deck seems like uh not the best storage solution considering he has a sheath for it but anyway oh yeah priest number one rushes dar dar pulls out his sword blocks the high horizontal slash from the first jun priest and i love this move where dar uses his left hand to grab the jun priest's sword hand so this guy gets blocked and then just manhandled as Dar spins him around and slashes him across and, the chest. And then does he take his his sword and stabs him with his own sword? Yep. Nice. Although Dar we can talk about this. It's barely a sword. I think it is a, a sword, but it's yeah. it's pretty short. It's like a long knife. It's a short sword thing. But yeah, priest number two runs along the outside edge of the barge and leaps over the ropes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, high slash from the right, high slash from the left. And Dar's like, block, block. Uh, interesting bit of editing here. We have those two slashes from the Jun Priest, and then we cut away to see John Amos batting people around with his stick on the dock. Mm-hmm. And when we cut back to Dar and the Jun Priest, we're at a angle that is slightly farther to the right, and we get to see the exact same slashes. Oh, they because sh- they shot it twice. They just shot it twice. Yeah, it's from two from different two angles. angles. Yeah. And uh, when Dar blocks the second blow, he uses that sword in his left hand to jab up into the Red Priest's torso and just skewers him, pulls that knife out, kicks him into the water. It's very cool. And no beasts really help in this fight at all. It is pure sword action. And stick. Don't forget the stick. I mean, uh, Seth's overdoing his own thing. 
Ra does help a little bit by like they're they're the priests are like turning around to like it's yeah we got to get Ru, away from this not Ra. We've talked I, about this. I it's Ra. It's Ru. Ru, not Ru. Ru. He's not saying Ra. Like Ru. duh. <laughs> Ru. Uh, is uh, is basically scares them back onto the boat, so yeah. they have to fight uh, Seth. Where's the boy during the fight? I mean, you know, where's the boy? He's completely uh, I, gone. Completely. I don't mean he's hidden behind something. He's completely gone from this scene. And then yeah. he's just on the boat again. He's like, poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hiding under the boat. <laughs> and uh, where does where does Ru? Come from. See, it's so much. It's easier to say Ru. 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 Oh, you mean where does Ru come from? Because he wasn't yeah. on the boat. He he kind of steps down from from behind the like. Yeah, Ru followed him. Yeah, he they was left. on the edge of the water, and he did like a but nice. So they left. Route. So okay. they left. Ru went to the other side of the river, got the boat, came back, and just like. Because remember, they have they're behind the priests. So mm -hmm. how the hell do they get in front of the priests? Let's go that way. Let's go with that first. Again, I think he, it, this is a river shortcut to get around them because they were like walking along the edge of a, a mountain. I'm assuming. Sure. There's there was river or lake. It's there. almost like this scene doesn't make any sense. Being a beastmaster <laughs> is the pathway to many abilities that mm -hmm. people deem unnatural. Gotcha. I mean, he's got Shirok, which is Shirok, uh, which is which is like a, a a feathered GPS. You know, he yes. goes up in the air, and they're like, "Oh, I see the the, the correct route is actually if we take the river." And uh, I have a I have bad news for you. You're mm -hmm. going to have to do a lot of walking. The <laughs> route, the route, the route, yeah. route. <laughs> the route. Yeah, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to haul ass, uh, come around. But it's gonna be great because you're gonna come around, and uh, at the end, we'll let you eat at least mm -hmm. two of the guys. I mean, and the close up. He looks tired. He does look tired. He's been on a long journey himself, yeah. all by himself. He's not there to fight. He's just there to look tough. So <laughs> yeah, they're shooting. So they 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 defeat these guys and put them on the boat for some reason. But then a bunch yeah. of other red priests show up. They capture three Jun priests and tie them up. And I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, prisoners. Interesting cool. tactic. We don't usually see that. Maybe you'll uh, use their robes to get into the temple. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, nope. Kiri <laughs> commits a war crime. Yep. <laughs> and then the Geneva Convention is broken. Yeah. Uh, specifically, right. Article 13 mm -hmm. of the Geneva Convention. You cannot just execute your prisoners. These guys surrendered when they got on that boat. To be fair, they weren't prisoners at this point. They were ballast. So... <laughs> She was just and, giving them a uh, Viking funeral <laughs> before they died. Well, okay. So the reason why they throw him off the boat, Carrie throws it because uh, uh, Seth says, lighten the load, right? Yep. And then he sings his favorite hairband song, We're Not Going to Make It. Uh, at, sorry, Jonathan. Um, so she lightens the load by kicking them off, but they could have also been you know, flesh shields. They could have stationed mm -hmm. the priests to guard them from all these flying arrows. And like, if they hit a priest, oh well, you know. I really wish that when he said light the load, you just see the little kid in the background being flung off. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much exposition to tell you. I don't even know why I was on the boat. <laughs> I should I'm be only, in school. I'm only here. <laughs> Keep my grades up. <laughs> I'm only here. I'm only here when it's convenient to the movie. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's uh, even more it, useful besides tall is the sudden current they find themselves in as soon as Dart decides to cut that rope. Yeah, right. And they cut and the rope, and I was like, "What if they start going back toward the?" <laughs> they, I could just see is that even John Amos Amos has to get on the ground and do like little kickies in the water to like get it moving again, like a big. That's old not how board. boats work. Well, luckily he just, he would have, uh, he would have tall pull out of his satchel. He has a paddle implement that could be added to his stick. Mm -hmm. His stick has attachments, guys. We just don't see him in this movie. Yeah. He has different they, attachments for them. They did delete a, a moment from uh, the scene where Dar was like, do we still, 
should we lighten the load some more? Because I was only concerned about this one slave girl. These other slave girls can go take a hike. Oh, no, no. Oh, those, yeah. uh, those other they're slave dead. girls never got on the boat to begin nope. with. They're dead. As oh, soon as Rue showed up, they turned tail and they went the other way. Uh, oh, you don't think the red, okay. the, the red priests are going to catch them very easily and then just sacrifice them anyway? Well, I mean, I don't know what those red priests that are coming over the hill did to those slave girls. Oh. We just don't know. Enough oh. to get kicked in the water, I suppose. Yeah, why didn't we bring more of them? You know, three's a crowd and four's a party, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> and now, uh, if you look closely, uh, Kira is now somehow back in her hoochie pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wonder if uh, kicking those red priests into the water, she had to, like, tear away part of her dress so that she could, like, kick that high. Hey, show it. Don't tell me. Uh -huh. Like we're really right. grasping at straws here. Well, it's just weird that they everyone else was wearing hoochie pants. I mean, John Amos is wearing hoochie pants. Dar is wearing hoochie pants. Tall Listen, is like the most dressed. At this point, it's an equity thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Tanya Roberts was looking at everybody else's costumes. Like, you know what? In solidarity with the rest of you, rip. We'll get to it later in a later scene in this cut. But uh, I have more questions about the hoochies. Because it's going to come up on both from both men and women. It's going to come up on both sides as we move along through this. Uh, so Dar does a little weird middle school manipulation to get Kira oh boy. involved. This is gross, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a shot right before that of the of the boat going down the river. And there's definitely an outboard motor on that thing. You can see it behind <laughs> it. You're like, oh, this thing's moving. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Carrie's like, uh, will you come with us? And Dar's like, I already did after that kiss. Wah, wah, wee, wah. That was <laughs> wah, also wah, cut wah. out when he said, wah, wah, wee, wah. The, that dialogue he has is like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of busy and the rescue's going to take a while. And I'm like, Dar, pull out your appointment book right now. Show me in your schedule where you are busy doing other things. Because... They're definitely they're definitely shipping these two. They, they, we didn't talk about it was his line when he jumps behind her. He's like, careful. There's wild beast about. He kind of looks at her like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he am I right? The scene, he's like, callback from that time we met. Yep. Yeah. Remember, remember that time I, I manipulated you into thinking that thing was going to eat you? <laughs> Good times. She's like, hey, hey, <laughs> oh, boys. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, the, this scene is the, I don't really know. I, I felt like it was going to be more action and it isn't. It, it just, <laughs> is real quick and then john amos is like i'm gonna go yeah <laughs> i'll meet you in two days yeah oh okay oh, oh, oh you sure because you, you didn't need to come with us the first time i guess he's like listen i saw you guys making out on the boat i don't want to stick around for any of that uh the kid's like 12 he's interested i guess Whatever. we are now the kid's parents that doesn't work because that's his cousin and i'm the cousin older brother doesn't guys this doesn't work uh, yeah, talk this about is, it. This oh, is a weird little family. Uh, it's a weird little family. Hey, man, yeah. it's Beastmaster times. <laughs> exactly. uh, mm -hmm. I do love how Seth says we are going to meet in the Tarn Valley in two mm -hmm. nights time. And I'm like, oh, is that name significant? Uh, Tarn is the name of the protagonist in the Chronicles of Pradane pentology of children's high fantasy novels written by American author Lloyd Alexander and published oh. by Henry Holt and Company between 1964 and 1968. Yeah, the Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron. Exactly. Taryn, yeah. The, the yeah, little assistant pig keeper. Yeah. Who fights the Horned King. Had a, had a girl named Elanwini or something. Yeah, some weird... And Gurgi, <laughs> I believe. I, if if oh, my fifth man. grade... My fifth grade mind is coming up with a lot of things about the Black Cauldron and Lloyd Alexander. Yep. Okay. Well, and I'm glad we don't have a Gurgi in this movie, though. That there is no Gurgi in this. There is no comic relief in this movie. Is I, that weird? You could kind of say that Kodo and Poto are a little bit of comic relief, but I they guess. don't have like the weird voice. And they're not hilarious. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you Friar think Suck pathetic. is really our, our funniest character. Yeah. I was going to say, if you think pathetic is funny yeah, yeah. Sako is your man yeah <laughs> i like how they're like well we'll see you later john amos and now let's go look at a model here we are here's the model meanwhile in the miniature city of Arak. <laughs> me what is this a city for ants my yeah, ants so just standing above it how are the judges gonna conquer this if they can't even <laughs> fit inside the gates again yeah if you want some comedy how about this scene where uh Sako argues with a bird 
Okay. okay. The bird is just Hilarious. yelling at him. Like hey. the birds are like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> is do are we just supposed to assume that Sako speaks bird? Yeah. Like if, if Sako a- flew over and like dropped a note on, on Friar Suck's head when he opened up, he's like, Oh yeah, Dar wants me to Uber for him. And it's, this, there's some deleted scenes of this movie. Uh, we find out that Sako so is more sense. of a beast mister and less of a beast master. He can kind of understand animals. Listen, he took a semester of Eagle <laughs> yeah. when he was at, you know, our community college. Yes. Hmm. I was getting my, I was getting my, uh, my bachelor's degree in pitch and hay. I don't know what what you would do at this school. I don't know because he does. The only reason I mean mention hay is that he's doing a little night hay delivery. Yeah, that's how you he know, brings uh, it. Like you do, you go out in the middle of the night, you fill up your cart with hay, and you just roll it back and forth. And the guards like, uh, Sacco again. That's oh, here comes Friar Suck. I hate that guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. He's the worst. Go just don't make through. eye contact, and he'll keep going. Go on through Sacco and the creepy eyeball ring. Uh, Blows up oh, their spot God. of being mm-hmm. inside the hay, Ugh. and uh, Mayak said, "We'll plan a party for them. Let's let's get going." Hey, everybody! You can Trap. tell the Trap. ring is magical because of the <laughs> angles that it's able to get on Dar and Kiri's faces. It's like <laughs> like glamour shot type angle. Uh-huh. I I thought this whole moat and gate were the entrance to the actual village, but is it just the entrance to the? pyramid section and if you go and look at the model again you just had a scene with it it's the outside gate yeah and then they go through the city but they cut the city part because we're with mayax the cart is i guess it picks up speed between the front gate and the temple like he goes through the gate and then he's like ha fast and like he's rolling through the streets middle of the night people are like ah sako waking me up and to make sure (laughs) and to make sure that this is the most awkward of fighting type of uh, groups Kira has no shoes on. Is that taking away agency from Kira by not giving her shoes? She's not even wearing sandals. No, she's she's, she, she's barefoot. John McClane before John McClane. Right she here. almost falls out of the cart. Her entire butt is hanging out. <laughs> and they go into what I assume is that they built three corridors for this movie. Three yes. different corridors right. for the pyramids. It's a set of tubes, guys. It's like the internet. It's the early internet. It's a set of tubes with different things in it. The first set has, until I watched this movie, rewatched it, I had completely forgotten that Death Guards were a thing. I completely. not remember this. Completely forgot. I was like, oh my God, it's those feral guys that have the worms inside them that have, that have like machete hands, mm-hmm. that have like, you know, like knife hands. Yes. And uh, and this is where this is where my part about uh, uh, coochie pants comes in because Dar jumps up and grabs on to the the meta like a he's being attacked from left and right by the yeah from his like a cage are, his yeah. ankles are in danger yeah so he jumps up on a piece of uh, metal uh, uh, what's like it like a chain, chain link like, like a chain yeah. across the top and he scurries across but as he's scurrying I Kira's cannot getting, beat this level. Kira is getting a, a full look at where babies come from, from, <laughs> from Dar. And it happens again later on when Dar sees where babies come from, when Kira is doing some stuff. So it just was one, when, I, when they shot this movie and you guys tell me what you think, do you think everyone wore dance belt slash Merkins slash cover-ups of some kind? I don't know that they did. All right. I, so, I was watching Mark Singer skimmy, shimmy along that chain. I bet you were. And it looked like he was wearing shorts underneath his battle kilt. Oh, yeah? You saw shorts? I saw shorts. Well, maybe for that scene, you're saying? Because he's definitely not wearing shorts most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's some sort of like brief situation. Did you, you call know, it a battle thong? kilt? Yeah. Okay. So, you like, think they're all wearing thongs? They're wearing <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're, uh, beige they're, thongs? They, they go out and get those European style speedo thongs okay. and wear those, you know, for coverage. you don't think they're rocking. They're rocking it out. Oh, no, no, okay. I don't. I, I don't think intimacy coordinators were a thing back in the 80s. Uh, that might I don't be know more if, of a new yeah. invention. 
I don't know if the ASPCA would allow you to do that around ferrets. I don't know if yeah. you're allowed to have your genitals out like around ferrets. For, is that for more of a danger sake. for them or you? It's both. It's not good for either. There's no winners. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, we need to like keep that situation locked down because we got a lot of inquisitive okay. noses that you don't want getting stuck. It's just in like, I'm just wondering, does John Amos come in and be like, I'm going to embody this character. This is how John Amos talks when he's normally talking. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am thespian john amos yes and i was wondering <laughs> do i wear an undergarment hey i've got a question why did you buy only 10 undergarments <laughs> this, yeah. it, this is like the band-aid thing all over again i don't yeah. like this i don't appreciate this <laughs> you knew who you were hiring it uh it also kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah uh, that... there you go the death guards are only interested in humans instead of having any sort of worry about the fact that a literal tiger waltzed right by them and then mm -hmm. entered the pyramid. Like, are they, yeah, not cause we know now we animals? know right now. Yeah. Well, no, Rue comes in another exit. I assume Rue came in a different way. <laughs> Rue came down the stairs in front of them, went right through this hallway and through the door at the end of this. this he went a uh, different route this hallway again. <laughs> <laughs> Rue is always on solo missions, you know. He's he's like a he's like a scoundrel. I hate know? I hate it when you have a squad together and one guy's just off farting around. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, we we teamed up for a reason. Let's try and stick the party together. And Rue's like, nah. I mean, what a team! Let's look at this. We've got a warrior wearing a battle kilt and a sword, a barefoot girl, and a boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with no weapon, a literal child. This is no, awesome. we, should do. we should we should get rid of that other muscle bound guy for a while. Yeah, who's the strongest other guy that's really good with a stick? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna send him off on a on a side quest. Yeah. What's the point of these death guards? Like it's it's so you don't have to employ people to stand out outside. Yeah, but they're locked up behind this gate. And it's a video game level. You have it's to climb the shade thing. to hit the lever to close the thing so you can walk through. Listen, but are they just in a thing by themselves? Like little yeah. ankle biters? Look, man, you're, you're you can't have a pyramid without having a hierarchy. Listen. And the hierarchy is Mayax, red, uh, uh, witch, witch, uh, butter witch, uh, mm. red priest, death knight. Yeah. Death, death guard. Excuse me, not death, death knight. Guard, death yeah. knight's cool. Death guard. You cannot well, you know, keep your death guards outside because mm -hmm. they ruin. They're made of leather of <laughs> and the they will, they'll ruin, you know, people the are going to be walking around in aura <laughs> and it's going to be like kids sacrificing time. And they're going to see the death guards out there and be like, oh, no, I don't like the look of that. So you hide them away in the little entryway pit so you can keep the property, you know, value up. And they're not interested in just going wild on each other. No, because they're all in there together. Yeah. Well, how would they? They've all got spiky hands. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, they just it's, get stuck on each other like some, you know, like brambles or something. It, it's a they real can't. hedgehog's yeah. dilemma. A night, a night, a night guard came and hugged himself. <laughs> hmm. So sad. Why do you think they're so angry? They can't even go to the bathroom. Again, you said night guard. Like, uh, is there a hierarchy of the death guard? Oh, like, I keep saying night promotions? guard. Don't I? I mean, death guard. That's my yeah. problem. They're watching a lot of night court, apparently. Some really nice smelling ones. They're called the right guards. <laughs> Why does that night guard smell like sandalwood? <laughs> so we're so, going. So we're going with their leather daddies, but they smell good. Is that so? Death guards smell good, right? Oh, yeah, I wrote leather daddies in my notes. Yeah, uh, I mean they basically put a uh, a uh, ever a wintergreen leech in their ear, so they're mostly wintergreen now. By the time they're done. Right, they yeah. gave him that gum that you. That, that was a gusher. That was a gushers. Okay, <laughs> so they give him gushers. Put a leather daddy mask on them. Yep. Oh yeah, they 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 uh, use a mysterious green liquid as they're mm -hmm. creating them. This yeah. is this is one of those things where it's like cool story, tall. Don't care. Working on something else. This and is when immediately. I hey, let's let's talk about death guards some more. Yeah, because okay. he, he keeps like because you know what Tall's a kid and he's fascinated by death guards. It's like, man, one time I got to see a death guard and they signed one of my pieces of paper and it was awesome. And then one time, oh my god, shut up, Tall! No one cares about. 
he does explain extreme torture transforms the man into a wild beast. And why are they using the word beast? If it's we're watching a movie called beast master, that means that Dar would be able to control them, right? Ooh, that would be an interesting twist. Is oh, they all come I'm running forgetting? toward him and stop. <laughs> and then he just looks at them and then they look at him and then they turn around and start fighting yeah. the other way. That'd be pretty yeah. great actually. Yeah. Man. I, feel like the subtitles have failed me in this scene because there is a very specific name for these leeches and I cannot for the life of me discern what the hell Tal is saying. Because he says "Uh, leech and then Uh, it just says a leech and you're like yeah you didn't put with a word for the leech. Yeah I we're just gonna add in is now canon it is a winter green leech. Yeah, it's another situation where the lack of a good wikia for this movie is yeah. biting me in the ass because yeah. I cannot look up the deep lore around. Because it's not even made movie. it. It'd be different if it at least was a part of the book that they did. You know, yeah. be part, you know, it was, it was actually part of the book, but it has nothing to do with the book. So there's no I parts. I honestly, I think Rick, you you personally are failing us this season. You I should agree. be watching the TV series all this time and telling oh us all God. of the, the Beastmaster hey, facts in the TV series. I already explained to you that the Beastmaster TV show is a different continuity than the oh. movies, so there's nothing I could do. Your hands are tied. Is that your saying? My hands after? are tied. I I do want to say that this would have been a great opportunity to bring in Ricardo Montalban as a uh, cameo character dropping leeches into someone's ear. Mm-hmm. Like he's oh, really good yeah. at it. You know, he could have looked up and be like, this is SETI Alpha 5. <laughs> Honestly, Dar looks a lot like uh, Khan's, uh, you know, second in command there. Oh, so. yeah. The Starman, whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. What was that guy's name? That guy was a loon, I think. <laughs> well, we'll get to that later. Well, That's, if he was that, a loon, then Dar could control him. Yes. Right. Exactly. All right. So. They go to the third, uh, second, excuse me, second uh, corridor. This is a completely okay. different corridor. This one has holes in it for looking down into. Yep. First, when they look in, nothing there. It just seems to be just like, you know, your normal border, the basic pyramid torture happening in the first one. They don't, they just walk by it. Second one, oh my God, Tall is so excited. <laughs> there. Yeah, it's an old, old, old man that talks with a, and next to a guy in a bear suit and there's something strange going on. In this oh my one. God, guys, they're about to make a death warrior. They're about to make a death guard. <laughs> guys, guys, tall, shut up. <laughs> and right, while so they're doing that, Kira's like, I'm not wearing enough. So I'm going to go use a hidden door that I have previously not told you about. Yeah. A cool ass hidden door and leave mm-hmm. for a second. And yeah. when I come back, I'm going to be decked out in a very small sash and a tiny dagger, but I will come back with a very small sash and a tiny yeah. dagger. When she went away and came back and they were like, oh, she's a priestess of blah. And you know, they, they used to live here. I was like, oh man, battle armor Kira. Hell yeah. She's got a sword. Nope. She has a knife about this big. Yeah. <laughs> this big. She's got a belt. That's like, like the belt 12 is inches taller deep. and yeah. the knife. It's about that big. Yeah. She tried like, so hard to be and a, a hair barrette that uh in a in a she's got a cling clang uh bracelet that kind of throws kind of like the red priest. She's got yeah. kind of a like a batarang style bracelet and a headpiece yeah. throwing whipping hair thing. But in, in other words, she has stupid stuff. I wish she had come back out like dar, like ready to go. Yeah. How awesome would it have been? Give her a battle skirt with all the, the leather and stuff like that. I mean, if they oiled her up, it might have done something for her look there. I'm just saying it. I, I would have been okay with it. Oh, you see, you're saying that when she got here and she's way too dry from where she was wet she earlier. Was <laughs> uh, you're way too wet in case you're wondering. By the way, uh, Dar is extremely oiled up in this scene. He looks great. So oiled. Yeah. The yeah. fire just lights him up, you know? So they need the keys that are down there. Yeah. This is Paul this is like, level. Oh, those keys are important. Those keys will help nobody. <laughs> Nope. Those keys <laughs> are course, not even used. Dar's like, I want to play the claw game. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to lower both of my ferrets down on the world's thinnest string. Yeah. Right in front of the face of the red priest. It would have been better if he'd taken the bird and put it on the rope and it's like flapping around like crazy. And he like lowers it and it's like <laughs> losing its shit because its legs have been tied. <laughs> and it's like flapping around. 
He's like, no, no, like trust the, me. He likes this. It looks like he doesn't like this, but yeah. he totally likes this. Don't worry. We're reenacting the opening to Goldeneye. Remember yeah. that? Where he lowers him down in the, in the bathroom. And the I was referencing a movie that time, not a, not music. No, it's much better. I know no, what Goldeneye I mean, is. I've seen yeah. it. Of all of the possible movies you could have referenced where someone is hanging from a ceiling Goldeneye by any sort one. of like rope situation. Yeah. Yeah, always yeah. golden eye because there's no other movies, other movies where a man famously comes down on a very small rope, right? And yeah. has to quietly go down and steal something that's never happened. Yeah, and there's no way that there's any sort of rodent involved in that scene. Not never going to happen. No, nope. Hollywood would not allow it. I I stand uncorrected as you have not corrected me. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the death the death guard is made. He is clamped into his leather daddy helmet. He is immediately goes rogue. He goes insane and kills both of them. That's bad planning on their part, right? You've got to tie down your death guard better. Yeah. Is it the ferrets that make him freak out? Yes. Is he like, eek? Oh my God. Oh, I wish Tall had said, you got to be careful. They hate ferrets more than anything else. Thanks, Tall. Wish you told me this earlier. So yeah. does the smell of the ferret get trapped in the mask and then when oh. they seal the mask on him, all he oh, can smell no. is ferret. And he's like, ah, it smells like rat piss. Oh, the inside <laughs> of this mask. Oh, it tastes terrible. I must murder. So I guess a death uh, guard doesn't last very long because if they don't eat, they don't eat. So it's kind of one and done, right? Yeah, I'm not really sure what their diet is other than the gusher sprayed all over his face before he put the mask oh, on. Oh, put more gusher on me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all over me. Oh, I love man. when it hits like your tongue. Oh, you know, good, you know good, what good I don't stuff. love? What do you I know? Don't, I don't love how Kiri returns. She's kitted out in her battle priestess outfit. <laughs> and the question that Dar asks is, why is she dressed like that? Instead of where did all of that stuff come from? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the tank. Everyone knows that. Why is she now dressed like the tank? Why, why? is she like, do we need two tanks? No. Why is she slightly more clothed? I don't is understand. Is that a cumberbund? Is he? Is she yeah. going to a wedding? <laughs> oh, why are you wearing a cumberbund with a tiny? What is that? Is that even a knife? What is that? <laughs> yeah, Dar just spent like five minutes chastising. Like that's not a sword. Like what's wrong with you? So tall, Mister Information here. He's like that kid from uh, Jerry Maguire. Did you know that they <laughs> used to live inside the pyramid, and that there yeah. were Death Guards, and they're made by putting ever uh, wintergreen slugs in their heads and akira was a member of the what is she a member of the trove warriors trove warriors and then uh dar says it again and the subtitles say trail okay trove warriors sounds like a cool setup like yeah she's part of an ancient sect cool and they used to live in the pyramid never mentioned again nope i was gonna say (laughs) zero play on the rest of the story the reason why they're gone is because they were a secret sect didn't mean they were good at it they were terrible they were immediately killed because all they have are hairpins, uh, clangy bracelets, and a tiny knife. So it's not not impressive. It's, it's yeah. like they're trying, like they're trying to make her related to Tall. They're trying to make her have some sort of level her up to be some sort of warrior. Yeah. Uh, but yet, I, I mean, you know, she could have just be like hot gal along for the ride. If the, <laughs> door had opened up, if the door had guess, opened up and she'd been wearing boots, I'd have been like, Oh shit's about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> now she's in boots. Nope. She comes back barefoot. Just needed my sword and my cummerbund, my knife. <laughs> you know, her being like, Oh, she used to live in this pyramid and she knows the way to all around the different things. Like that's the justification for yeah. bringing her along on this. Then why do you need the keys tall? <laughs> they uh they get to the door where Zed's being held and they're peeking through the window like oh look there's Zed and then they just push the door open because yep. Dar's like where's the keys and they're like eh, we don't need no keys well the keys were unfortunately left with Koto and Poto who are now running for their lives from the <laughs> Death Guard who is chasing them or we want a side story Koto too Poto <laughs> they're tired they're tired of Ru getting all the uh all the attention I guess Shirak is just Shirak is just fucked off to. a whatever he does at night because rock is like eating a rat somewhere out in the yeah. wilderness yeah. meanwhile speaking of rue he makes a, another random appearance dar hears something in a corner and he's like rue is that you buddy and there's a priest <laughs> ready to stab him and then rue just out of nowhere yeah. it's very much a uh saving brenda what took you sort of moment <laughs> what took you so long <laughs> i miss you already <laughs> 
And there's no like, Rue, buddy, good to see you. Come on. It's just Rue's going to get, Rue's going to eat that guy. And Dar's going to, all right, well, I guess I'll go see what's up with the king. I'm so glad you put Zed in this movie. He is another blind man that he has to have a sword. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got shark's eyes, the devil's eyes. <laughs> yep. They uh, they uh, introduce us back to Zed. We haven't seen him since the beginning of the movie. It's not been great for Zed. Zed is now homeless, down and out in Beverly Hills, Zed. Zed's not dead, baby. Zed's not Zed's dead. Zed's not dead. And uh, it's funny that it's funny that when uh, Dar sees him, he's kind of like, oh, gross. And he covers his eyes. Like, don't cover my eyes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I know. I was like, who wants to see that? Oh, cover that back up again. Yeah. Like, you don't need these eyes. So why not? So now is in their mind, the plan to get Zed because Zed is their King. And somehow by having their King, the people will now revolt against Mayax. Like what does Zed bring to the table other than being King? Cause he doesn't have an army. The Jun Horde belongs to Mayax. They're going to die either as Zed as King or was Zed uh, imprisoned. So I'm just wondering what the plan is. He's a figurehead. He's going to inspire the people to violence. They're all like friars suck. They're, they all suck. <laughs> it's all the people that suck that's left in this town. <laughs> yeah, they're all just like, yeah, sure. We'll give you our kids, whatever. We can't find anywhere else to live. So, and that moat is just so far to cross. Oh, mosaic. It's covered in oil. It's covered <laughs> in a very thin layer of tar. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's very convenient that we never actually see any sort of uh, battle where Zed is at the head of the battle because he's probably going to be like raising his sword and leading people on a charge, but he's also like not facing the city. So Seth has to kind of walk <laughs> up and like turn him. Yeah, Zed <laughs> is to Keys, is to Kira's secret society, is to Tall. Useless. Yeah. Like there's no reason for any of these things. Like you're almost like you're generate like almost like they wanted to shoot more movie. Like we had, we had these great ideas. So we just kept mentioning stuff and then not following through on it. Well, I don't know how far Mayax's lies went, you know, if, if he's like, oh yeah, Zed's gone. You have nobody left. Uh, I I should be in charge. Give me your kids. But as soon as they see Zed step out there, they realize that it was all a lie. And, and that's the rightful, that's the rightful king of this place. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's like prophecies and people, I mean, they, they listen to the, stupidest advice anyway you know to to kill murder have your kids murdered (laughs) bring all your kids to this this ceremony and uh everything will be all right you want your plants you want your you want your vegetables to grow in this sand there you go keep your balls lose your kids (laughs) that's right (laughs) everybody keeps their balls under max you have nothing to lose but your children Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you can make more of those. You only have one set of balls. Yeah, I, I'm still reminded of that line that Sako said earlier, where he talks about Mayax breeds us and bleeds us. It's like, come oh on, God. man. I'd uh, like to put it out to any. Ma- I mean, it's almost Father's Day in our, our recording time. What would you choose, your balls or your kids, to give away? Let Let's answer that in the group, everybody. Let's have a good group <laughs> conversation about that. No, I don't have kids. Do I still get the option? Yes. <laughs> Okay. No, you have to have kids. You have to produce kids to give away. I will find a child. You got to get them to give that one. (laughs) So they close the door to the, they close the door to the thing. And it's like, ha ha, this is a trap. Me and the the butter witch. Welcome. This is the the huge trap that Mayax was going to spring because he got forewarning that they were arriving. Closing the door. And then their trap gets fucked because the ruse out there screwing around. (laughs) And they're like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, I think. It just, is very funny. Bru- and also, you notice the they comedy. didn't unlock the door. They just walked through it again. I don't know yeah. how this door works, but it's it's not great. I think it's just locks on the inside. I think it's just like one of those, like, you know, like a kid's door that just locks on the inside. Like, oh, okay. There's still two ways out of this cell, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which uh, Zed has not figured out yet. By the way, this yeah, is a really nice know. cell, Zed. So maybe stop complaining. Zed. <laughs> as cells go it's got a little pit of heat coming from yet another lower area oh good yep. lord who knows what's in there right it's got really nice skull accents on the wall oh man these i i until now i've been so happy with the production design in this movie but there's a skull on the wall and there's gonna be a skull uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for shower plug Fork. Later, yeah. cork, yeah. a shower, a, a, a skull cork, a skull later. cork. 
where I kind of feel like they were like, Hey, you know what a skull looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. I'll make it. <laughs> and they, and it's like, no, no, that's a basketball with a face. You've not quite hit what a skull is. I was looking for a skork. <laughs> Why did you build me a skork? And so everyone's in there. All right. No, no, there's going to be a fight. Uh, the little boy tall runs up. He's like, you made blinded my daddy. And which is yeah. awesome. Where's your stick tall? Yeah, he had a where stick is your stick for the pit scene so you know, he must have lost it on the boat oh i left it on the boat mm. anyway so uh max takes him and uh dar is about to get in another fight with a butter witch but she's got pocket sand <laughs> she does that well there's <laughs> sand everywhere i thought it was just a flashbang it's, like, it's just like exploding <laughs> pocket full of glitter yeah yeah is this this doesn't count as a sword fight, does it, Rick? Nope, because she does not have a sword oh, to fight with. I got gotcha. uh, the uh, butter witch number two. Her strategy is pocket sand and then crawl on the wall slash ceiling and then do a weird like drop down maneuver. Yes. With her claws. Yes. So uh, this is a cool part. Rue's outside. He's looking in. <laughs> like, hey, guys, what are you doing in there? Hey, what's going on? I can't. My paws can't open this door. I'm trying to thumbs. Oh, thumbs on curse me for not having thumbs. <laughs> and so he's, he's trying to get in. He's like pushing on the door. Max. Why is Dar tall. crying? Why is Dar crying? <laughs> and uh, Dar is like, he can't see, but he's just flailing with his sword. He's got it. He's doing the, the motions, the, whatever it's called. Oh, his yeah. kata. He's doing a, his kata. <laughs> it's a good thing that nobody important is sitting like really oh, close my God. by, like maybe just off to Dar's. Hey lap. Dar, are you? Ah! <laughs> Yeah. You know, King Zed's just kind of sitting there not knowing what the hell is going on. And Dar <laughs> swinging his sword equally as blind as Zed. Jesus Christ, it sounds like someone's got a sword in here. Do you like hear the, that? The <laughs> witch dies, and then everybody <laughs> turns around, and Zed is also dead. I love that when the witch dies, she dies with a cackle. She's like, that was fun! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good laugh. <laughs> Uh, Connor should have been a witch in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am a witch. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to get them? Mayax. <laughs> I mean, he has, he has Mayax vibes. He could have been Mayax. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He does play Raiden's pretty well. So, so yeah, he, uh, he basically uses Rue's eyes, sees the witch above him and just does jabs upward, uh, skewers her, shish kebabs her. I guess she's dead or maybe not dead because remember the other one wasn't dead when the first way a uh, butter, butter, which one wasn't dead when uh tall's father killed, yeah. killed her. Like she got skewered, but then he had to kind of like flip her into the fire before right. she exploded. Right. But like butter, Witch number two, she kind of Obi-Wan's it like she gets stabbed and then he, he flings her to the floor. And all we see after that is, you know, her cloak left over on yep. the floor. And what and the Kira picks up is like, oh, I'm gonna wear this now because I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> By the way, it's Kiri. What am I saying? Kira? Yeah. Kira. Yeah. Which is what? Is that the dark crystal? <laughs> that is the dark crystal. <laughs> no swords in that movie. Yeah. But Kiri does get oh, an there's opportunity one to use some of her trove warrior kit to free tall from Mayax. Just like a little like little whip chain. They should call this movie Mad Mayax and the the Trove Warriors, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Fury Hru. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna make that shirt. Hell yeah. Yes, yes. Mad Mayax and the what? Uh, and the Trove Warriors. Mad Mayax Trove Warrior. Yeah. Fury Hru. <laughs> or Mad Mayax Fury Ru. Okay. I think I think Trove Warrior is better Fur, than it should be Furry Ru. Furry Ru. <laughs> I'd watch it. Absolutely. This um, podcast is all about the merch. We're really just here to yeah, we're find here good to t-shirt options. Generate t-shirt ideas. Uh, Speaking of which, Rick's wearing one right now. Yeah. Hey. You can't, you can't see it if you're listening, but you can, you know. But you can hear it if you're seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy that at T Public. Just search for Star Wars Minute. And you <laughs> yep. will never find it. <laughs> no, go to swordboys.biz and you will find it. We're so, all about the biz. <laughs> uh, and so we get to see two uh, great looking skulls that go to the skull room. Yeah. Well, 
Well, Mayax gets cornered by Rue mm-hmm. at the top of a landing, and he does this ultimate e- evasion technique of jumping down to a lower level and then skulking through a back entrance that nobody uh, knew existed. I'm blind. It's not my fault. I didn't know there were other doors. Yeah, there's a there's a passageway to the conservatory right under these stairs. Uh, Zed, what's going on with you? <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> they blinded me and told me that it was the room with no openings i just assumed well why would they lie <laughs> so they go down the the this plug hole the cork the skull cork hole right. say so, uh, do we need to check in with kodo and Poto to see if no, they're all right they're or do fine we care about them we don't care about them yeah dar yeah. doesn't care about them until like the end of this next shot anyway no, his animals are just off roaming. Kodo, Poto, Ru. Well, Ru actually is now back with them. Yeah, Ru's yep. with the main but party. But he was off. He was off, uh, basically scaring people from like just finding passageways around things and then coming up behind them. Um, Kodo and Poto have found the one passageway that has pipes that are there for no reason. <laughs> I, I don't. Is there's no? It's just for the ferrets to go through cutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, uh, back when the Trove Warriors inhabited the pyramid, those pipes actually held water, so they could do their like women-only shower scenes. Oh, was, yeah. It was that yeah. era of cinema. There's a lot of pressure coming through those pipes. You would call those showers master blasters, actually, beast master blasters. Yep. There's another shirt. <laughs> anyway, uh, cork skull room. Tall is useful for once, other than providing exposition, and he finds the lever that this room's the, the room that was it's used for bathing. All right, tall. This is where the death guards take their baths. Okay, tall. It's yeah. also it's also got air vents, which is cool, I guess. But uh this scene here where everybody's about to leave, and Dar's like, wait, everybody, and then he's got to talk to Rue for a second, and he's like, Rue, you gotta protect these people. And Rue's like, All right, cool, I'll go in the hole. Uh, that is the yeah. only instance we've seen so far where King Zed is present to hear Dar communicating with an animal. And I guess this is going to make a huge impression on him. Uh, <laughs> we'll hear about it in the next cut. Yeah, okay. Keep that in mind. Because right. apparently this is a big no-no in Zed's mind. But he doesn't voice any uh, opposition to it. He's just like, all right, fine, I'll get in the hole, whatever. So, yeah, this is a great scene because uh, Dar's one, Dar keeps peeking at the guards who are trying to find him. And then they see him. He could have just closed that door and locked it before they saw him. And yep. maybe there would have been less urgency. The mm. great part, again, this is amazing that Mayax's team doesn't think about that. Think about what's going on. They need to be present in what's going on with the rest of this scene. They're like, oh, we're looking for a escape guard. We didn't. Didn't you remember? Hey, guys, wasn't there like a klaxon or some sort of alarm that there is a death guard running around rampant right now? <laughs> And so they're like, well, we're going to find Dar behind this door. And then they're like, oh, shit. And there is a death guard running at them because Kodo and Poto are <laughs> now bringing the keys to Dar. And they run under the door to Dar, leaving the de- death guard on the other side with the Red right. Priest. Great. Does this justify Kodo and Poto having their own little B story adventure? Sure. The fact that they lead the death guard here to take care of all these priests? At least they knew it was comedy because they the second Kodo and yeah. Poto are handed to Dar, Dar's like, a little late. And they drop the keys. It's pretty, it's <laughs> hey, pretty hey, good. Hey, what kept you? <laughs> <laughs> this will that, play that's... great for people that like ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love the comedy because it's always, it's always uh, enemies that seem to have like uh, seem to be always surprised that there's wild animals running around. They're either being chased by them or they're chasing after them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they can't catch the, the ferrets. They're running down. It's very, it's almost like a, like a Jar Jar adventure here. <laughs> Jar Jar, Dar, Dar, Dar Jar adventure. <laughs> Dar Jar? It was like just hijinks. Misa, the last Ema right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, of course, the ferrets run right through the priest's legs mm-hmm. and uh, yeah again the close-up of the the priest going ah <laughs> it's great <laughs> it, it's the same thing that happened when uh rue uh, attacked red priests uh at the boat yeah yep. so so now they're now oh kira kiri didn't appears out of nowhere she didn't go down the hole yeah. Okay. Like, was she hanging from the back of that skull cork? She was like hanging on it, like with her legs and arms akimbo on it. It's not, a, yeah. it's not, not the best look. Like, I thought this was going to be something that is explained. Like nope. she had another. No, 
Nope. She went down there. The skull went down. Yep. And then all of a oh, sudden. Maybe she... she came back up. Maybe there's a secret passage back up. I don't know. There are so many secret passages in this pyramid. Like I'm willing to bet that there are more secret passages than there are regular passages. So Dar is going to try and he's trying to uh, put it back down and it won't go down. So he uh, has to break the, I almost said toilet. Is it the toilet? That's the bidet. He breaks the toilet, man. (laughs) He breaks the the skull toilet. This is a fancy pyramid. It's a bidet. And when he hits the Uh, water. Yeah. Like a good bidet. (laughs) Give me your children <laughs> and always have, clean your butts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like kind of consigned to, well, I'm just going to have to do something yeah. cool. Just going to have to murder my way out of this one. And Kiri's yeah. like, or I'll go out the tubes and they go out. Yeah. They go out the in-hole. They go out the tubes. And speaking of in-hole, uh, Kiri goes first. Thanks very much, Kiri. And he's like, hey, now I know where babies are made. <laughs> <laughs> So she shimmies up a hole. He shimmies up the hole. They're they're climbing in this tube out the back. I, I don't really, you know, I have to go look at the model again. I don't remember that this town kind of abuts a giant <laughs> cliff face. Okay, sure. The geography. I, I want to sure. see a map of this pyramid. What's where all these different passages? Because the pyramid does not look like it. I mean, I think the pyramid goes underground. underground. I think it goes underground. I I really do. Because the pyramids, I mean, we know the the value of how much they add time to build. That's about three stories worth of pyramid. There's not much. Oh, yeah. It could be old. There could just be more pyramid underneath. This is just the top that we're seeing. There's like a little mountain range behind the pyramid. Mm -hmm. So it could go down and in, you know. Sure. They could be coming out on the north side where Sako said he'd be waiting. The north side, yeah. Um, By the way, they're not going where Sako is. No, they can't. Sako is just waiting there. So, the fact that Sako doesn't get murdered by a death knight is luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was a little distracted. Uh, Kiri gets to the end of the tunnel and she starts climbing out. And it looks to me like she's actually wearing shoes. She's got straps across her oh, she does legs. Now? Well, so now she might she have like a strappy sandal type of. Is she wearing shoes? Covering. Is the actress wearing shoes for this scene? She was not wearing shoes earlier. I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Are, are we concerned about continuity now? No, <laughs> it's very important. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping back. She's definitely wearing She's shoes. Bare now. feet, bare feet, bare feet. Yeah. They're like uh, moccasins. And there's, thank God they brought 15 feet of rope. Where'd that come from? Oh, she cut it off the wall. Yeah, huh. it was just there. When Kiri that came much? up behind Dar, there was a some looped rope on the rope. Like you do. Wall. So she took out her bidet. little utility knife and cut the rope. And now they're using it to climb. I and guess. right here's a coat hanger for when you need to, sometimes yeah. you need to chop up the poopies that are too big to go down the toilet. <laughs> Ye oldie poop knife. <laughs> what even is the purpose of that chamber at all? Like, I don't, there's a skull that goes up and down. There's fires coming from the floor and then there's air passageways. Yeah. I don't know. They do the sacrifices on top of the pyramid. The, the, the place looks very sacrificey. Maybe like the lower sacrifices. Yeah. Thank oh, God. Whatever. Old, uh, yeah. We'll kill them down downstairs. Thank God. Whatever rope they did bring is impervious to the death, uh, death guards gauntlets yeah he's like punching the rope is his strategy <laughs> he's yeah. got it kind of looped over one arm and he's got his spike thing and he's punching the rope but he smells fantastic he's got a leech in his brain and he's not thinking right nope so he calls shirak by name oh my god so is it oh. weird to anybody else that dar will talk to rue he'll talk to koto he'll talk to poto in regular english shirak like, he talks oh, yeah. in he talks in eagle yeah, as if as if Shirak just doesn't speak the language of the yeah. mammals. As if each like like type of animal, like if it's a mammal, it understands English. If it birds, you got to screech at it. If it's a reptile, it's just a series of hisses. Another uh, shirt. Mammals have lips, Rick. Yeah, good mammals luck talking to a fish. Hey, you can't talk. You can't talk to a bird. Mammals oh, have lips. Birds, you can't talk to them. Uh, and then they. Uh, uh, he gets your rock to attack the death knight. Mm. Uh, God damn it. Death guard. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't get that straight in my head. I, mean, Again, I, right I think they get the promoted. Scene. There's death warriors. There's a death knights. There could be death priests. There could be like a mix, like a, like a, he's got a red robe and a, and a, and a, and a get mask, get mask. Yeah. 
bring out the gimp. <laughs> and uh, so the he, the rope does break, and they fall, and they fall into Friar Sucks hay bale. Yeah, there's no um, way this was the plan. Listen, Dar and Kiri, they went to the Assassin's Creed video game school of falling into things. Oh yeah, they flipped, did one flip as yeah. they fell. And you heard? <laughs> did you hear like the eagle cry as they I did. flew through the air? Yeah. Like Fassbender did in that one movie that was terrible. Yes. Right. So they but land. They really fell a long way. <laughs> they yeah. fell like 80 feet. Yeah. And what's funny is that they didn't fall on top of the death guard who fell before them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, was Sako just kind of like milling around? And all of a sudden he saw the death guard fall. Like and so he's like, the oh, they're going to land. Like, oh, there. yeah. I should probably move. Yeah. So he moved. Oh, scoot up a little bit. Here's what happened. Friar Suck was in a position. He thought he was in position. And then out of nowhere, it's like, Rawr! and he falls in front of him. He's like, oh, and he moves up just to yeah. that position. And then they fall right in. He's like, it's nailed it off. Yeah. It's hard to judge height and trajectory. So listen, he's a coward. He's not helpful. <laughs> Except like Sako might be one of the most helpful side characters. And I lied movie. earlier. I don't actually have a bachelor's degree. It's just an associate's degree. I lied. <laughs> I didn't take math. <laughs> no, Sako. So yeah, he uh, they land, and I guess everyone else is safe because you left a boy and a tiger to take care of a blind man. Yeah, so I guess everybody else is good. Yeah. They went through the tunnel that led out of the city. End of discussion. We don't need to worry about that at all. <sighs> They're gonna like totally be together in the next scene, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> There's no explanation. <laughs> They made plans earlier to meet up in the Tarn Valley. Everything's going to be fine. Yep. It's all good. Okay. And that's where this, this cut ends with them basically getting away. Just hauling ass. And then the, but it ends with them riding with the thing back past the pyramid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, there's only one way back up out of this ravine that was behind the pyramid. We got to go back up next to the pyramid. It sucks. You know, this whole town. Yeah. We got to go out the front gate. It's another <laughs> situation nobody. where if the pyramid had a klaxon, had an alarm that could go off. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe if uh, there was, I like to call it a clay magic. You know, <laughs> it's a may axon. Clay axon. That doesn't work. <laughs> no, not entirely. Stop trying to make clay axon happen. Oh Max. my god! It'd be so great if he was just a hundred percent. It wasn't just killing kids. What if he had kids? <laughs> strapped to walls and like they run by and smack them and like make the noise. I'm like, wee wee and the so kids have to like make the noise. He makes a big show of throwing the kid into the fire, but instead of going into the fire, they just go down like a kid shoot. Yep. And they become like, yeah, little servants, little servants. That uh, like a death guard is a former child. Hey, death guards are just children that grew up. Yeah. <laughs> This is this this method is actually employed uh, many years later in uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Actually, <laughs> so oh, when you God. need some sort of slave labor, you yeah. use children. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame or, that the uh, all of the instances of the Jun priests singing their little songs about how you know you should oh, yeah. be sad that your children got <laughs> sacrificed. They got uh, cut in the editing room because Don Coscarelli the wasn't there to save it. <laughs> I would love to see the little death guards like hand in hand. <laughs> what do you get? <laughs> Oompa Loompa Doopity Roo. <laughs> I've got another story for you. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, this this is an action packed point in order to pause our yeah. movie viewing because uh, next cut is going to be a lot of fun. In fact, next time. It's a mad dash from the city of Aruk as Sako whisks our heroes away in his hay cart. Later, in the Terran Valley, King Zed loses his bid for Father of the Year and Dar is inconsolable. Seth discovers that Mayax is spying on their plans, but it's too late to sway the king. The next day, Sako finds Dar in the wilderness and the two race back to the city so Dar can save his friends and put an end to Mayax once and for all. Yeah, but we this still have two more this. cuts. That's what's crazy. I know, right? Yeah. This, this movie is wild because the arguably the main villain is defeated in the next cut. Spoiler alert. And uh, yeah, there's just a bigger bad guy. Yeah, because he dies. Another yeah. bad guy shows up. It's it's the uh, Return wow. of the Jedi situation. Like, sure, yeah. you've got Darth Vader, but you've also got the Emperor, which means that I'm sure in like 
Beastmaster number nine, you're going to have uh, Poe Dameron be like, somehow Mayax returned. I think I think also it's a little bit more like uh, Highlander in a Sean Connery situation where it's like, <laughs> I'm not doing any more work. You get a week. That's like Mayax is like, I'm going to uh, rip towards like, you got two weeks. You got yeah. two weeks. And I want to wear the nose again. And I want to <laughs> be around the butter, the butter witches mostly, if you know what I mean. I guess I also get exclusive rights to lift all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lift the kids. I just go. It's called the trust fall. <laughs> like, listen, yeah. I'm not coming back and doing this picture if I can't lift at least two or three kids. <laughs> this has a probably, uh, the, the, I think this is the most beasting we've seen in the movie so far. Yeah. Because when you get to the end of the movie, there's only a little bit more with Mayax. There's uh, beast death and we lose a beast. Spoilers. Oh, but yeah. it the last final part of this movie, again, when you're talking about, you know, the editing being taken away from the director, I don't know that that was supposed to be the end. The end was not supposed to be a battle for the town where the beasts really play very little role. Rue's there. And of course, Chirac is there, but it's mostly the Flappensteins who show up. Yeah. You know, there's not really, I mean, there's kind of like a half-ass fight with the Jun Horde. And a and a final and a final sword fight between uh, Papa John and you know Beastmaster. So John. it's just a weird. It's just a weird. It, you're John. right. It, it's a weird way. There's two endings to this movie. Hey, Mayax <laughs> is dead. Like, yay, Mayax is dead. Roll credits. It's like no, <laughs> no. All right. Well, I can't wait to watch that next next uh, yeah. next time. Again, I'm watching this for the first time since probably the '80s. So uh, I'm along for the ride. I'm I'm excited. And I'm scared that the flapping streams are coming back. No, they're coming. They're coming to get you, along with the Death Knights. (laughs) All they want is a hug. All right. Well, listeners, if you are as excited as Robin, join us for the next cut. Clang, clang. Oh, that's it. Clang, clang, clang. I I need to put on some pants. My my bits are falling out over here. (laughs) I'm gonna go take a bath. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a bath in my skull. My skull shower next to my skull toilet. Just make sure the ferrets aren't there. You don't want them nibbling where you don't want them. Yeah, no.